You're listening to Trot the Egg In, a podcast sponsored by Bydell Sports, working closely with Witness Rugby Union Football Club and hosted by Dan and John. Uh, today's special guest on Trot the Egg In is one of the most well-known players in the town, but probably the Northwest. His club career has included stints at Witness Vikings, Blackpool Panthers, Rochdale Hornets, North Wales Crusaders, Witness West Bank, Sims Cross, the Marys, DeWitt and Birchfield, an all-round top bloke and a daughter and dad. And I've never heard a bad word said against you. It's uh, Ryan Millington. How you doing, mate? How's lockdown treating you? Hi, John. I'm good, thanks. Cheers for having me on. Yeah. Uh, lockdown's been a bit strange for me. As like, as you know, like I'm used to playing rugby every week and obviously it's been hard because like, obviously not not playing at all, are we? No, mate, no. It's, it is a mad one for you because although you're only young, you've had a long career, mate, haven't you? So yeah, it's, people... Uh, must People keep questioning me age and that, and like obviously, you just obviously I've been, been playing rugby since I was six, so just you know, still the young guy, I yeah, confused fans, I think, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Like Stanley so, G, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 so we'll go right to the start, mate. So, what you classed as home, who was at home, and where, where was home for you? Um, I was brought up around uh, like a nice area, you might have heard of it, you know, like the apps. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah, posh like, that's posh part, like near the stadium, yeah. isn't it? And uh, I lived with uh, my dad, my mum, and uh, two brothers, Craig Alex, and my sister, Kirsty. Right, so how, how does that work? So you're the oldest? Yeah, I'm the oldest, and then I was Craig. You know Craig, don't you? Yeah. And then my sister, Kirsty, and then um, right. Alex. And right. we, we, we all played rugby, like all of us. Yeah, well, so... Kirsty didn't. Kirsty's big yeah. enough, like, but she didn't play. <laughs> so, so what, how did you pick a ball up then? Was it something your, your dad done? Was it... No, to be honest, it was. Um, he used to st- start playing on the front. Do you know uh, Steve Macker? Yeah. Steve Macker, isn't it? He, he used to always play with, like uh, Steve Nash, and then uh, asked me one time to play. I was always playing like, football when I was younger, like like five six, and then um, obviously I just stuck to it and I liked it. And then Steve Macker asked me uh, to go down training for West Bank, so that's how we ended up basically playing. That's where it all started, then, mate. Yeah, West yeah. Bank. West Bank. Macker um... asked me to go down with him and. Obviously, he didn't have really a clue what rugby was, and obviously played on the front, but didn't really know the rules. And so, what are you all the same age? Are you? No, Steve Mac is um, a year older than me. Right. He's twenty six. So, did you have to play a year above when you went down there? Yes, yeah, I was then um, like played a year above until I was um, eleven, and then I um, dropped back down when I was about eleven. Well, that's so that's a fair whack then, mate, isn't it? So what? I know. As kids, it's you sort of follow the ball till you probably get to eleven, mate, don't you? But yeah. Was, what, I was, was you a pivot? Would you carry? What was your role in your team as a kid then? On the kid, I think it's like where everyone starts. You get put on the wing, don't you? So yeah. started on the wing, and then uh, obviously gradually have like moved in and in and in as I've got fatter and fatter and fatter. I think fatter. <laughs> now, now I'm in the middle, like. Yeah. So <laughs> in that team, then who was in that side even though it was a bit older than you are you still mates with them now and that um, in my team when I first started it was like of uh, like it's just Steve Nash he, he went on to play for like Witness yeah um, Ian Arvin he, he joined just as I was um, just as I was going back down to my own age and then it was like of uh, who else was he I think uh, Dave Allen Dave Allen joined as well just as I think it, as I was going that, down that age Oh, you might actually—he yeah. could have been—he's at Alton Alton. It's actually a couple of years longer, I think. Right. So, was the 
just West Bank and Alton Hornets then, was it? Yeah, West Bank and Alton Hornets are at my age. Well, yeah, above. Right, so teams. What school did you go? Um, Peter and Paul. What about your junior school? Um, I went to Simpsons Cross, and then uh, yeah. me last me last year, my mum put me in uh, St Gerard's because she wanted me to go to Catholic school. You know, right, Peter, so, so, to get into Peter and Paul. Was did you play rugby in either of them junior schools? Yeah, started at Holland um, Simpsons Cross. Played played in there till from was about, about seven till obviously eleven. Yeah, and so you'd have played the year above right up until you were eleven at club and school. Well, at school, obviously, I played, started playing when I was, um, I think, I was about nine, and I was in the you know the, the thing you play against like year sixes as well. Yeah, so you were playing two years above, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So it was obviously, yeah. it's hard when you're that young and you, you always have like the big kids, don't you? Yeah. Um, so did did you get sent for town team trials at that age or when you were in year six? Um, I went. I got sent when I was a year younger. I, yeah. I think I was um, I was ten. I get going for the under elevens, and I didn't get in that first year. And then uh, I, went, I went the year after when it was my own age, and that, then I got I got in it then. So who'd, who'd got in that team with you then in your own age? Um, you'll, you know, from thing from the like Kev. No, no, yeah. no one thinks he's my age. Like, and I, I don't really think he's my age. But obviously, uh, yeah, I was in the same team as Kev. Um, yeah. Who else from my age? Uh, John Eden, you heard of him? Oh, yeah, I know John, yeah. Yeah, Danny Smith, Miffa. Yeah. Um, Mozza, Danny Moran, Scott Myler, Chris Barr. Oh, so... So we had a really good team at that age. We won the under uh, elevens with with us. We went on to win the uh, the whole thing. We beat like Leeds in the final. Oh, good. Did many of them lads still play? No, there was a bit. I think there's only um, me, Kev Ledbetter, and I think yeah. um, Sean McWhorter. I think Sean McWhorter plays for Simmies now and again. Over there, uh, John Cook. Right. John Cook still plays. Okay. Well, not not that many to be honest. So then you you step up from there to Peter and Paul, mate, and so. With my year, you you had a good year as well, didn't you? Like your age group, yeah. did a lot of them go to Peter and Paul? Yeah, basically that was the thing when we uh, we was all at that that town team. We all like was saying, you know, let's go to Peter and Paul, you know, for, for the rugby. Like, yeah. I think we literally in that team we must have had about, about 13, 14. That all went just, you know from the town team to Peter and Paul. Yeah. So did, is this when Union first? Got brought to your attention, yeah, or, which was a while to just play rugby league. No, that was the, that was that was the first ever time we played that union, and then uh, I think that if you ask Kev that year, I think the first year we went on to like play at Twickenham. We got we, we did that well. Right. We went in so many tournaments. We played played at Twickenham before the um, the navy and the army. That's a good crack, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like I think it's normally about I don't know about forty fifty thousand people there. You know, won them games and we played. Yeah, we played like um, a final before it. Oh, sound. How did you find it back then, then? Yeah, playing at that age. Yeah, just playing rugby union and like, because um, you rugby league for and through, really, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, rugby union. Like, obviously, I still struggle with all the rules, but it's um, yeah, it's up to it all right, I think. And I got picked for um, we did like Lancashire and that, you know, from the schools. Yeah, and I got picked for um, South Lancashire. I think I think a couple got picked. Much, I think Kev might have got picked. And then um, I think there was only one lad who got picked for Lancashire, and that you know from that was that key Matt Donnell. I think he, he went on to play for the Lancashire at the Rugby Union. Okay, so and then going back to rugby league, like who were your good mates at that age? In, in my age, yeah, um, probably Scott Myler. Scott Myler, still still my good mate now, and like James Kerwin, 
he used to play, but he didn't really play like a town team. He, he was like West Bank and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, Lee Lamb, Lammy. Yeah, yeah. Just back to them, really. Danny Moran. Uh, David Esposito. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people like that. So as you were growing up, mate, what players did you look up to or was you, was you not that bothered about like, the professional game at that point? Um, no, nah, to be honest, I, I obviously used to watch it, but didn't really look up to anyone. I was like, I just wanted to play it, really. It's like still still now, even with, you know, if go and watch the Wids or West Bank and... I just I just don't like watching because I want I want to you know like clear your minutes and that and I just hate, hate watching yeah. really. Only time I want to watch it is if it's like a big game like the pub and I'll go for a pint. I don't mind watching them, but I think that yeah you you, you always want to play to be fair to your daughter. Yeah, you? I, I just want to play every week. That's why I probably like found it hard with this lockdown and like just not you know not playing. Yeah, I find it like you know my kids walking past them like tackling them that they don't, <laughs> they don't know what's happening. <laughs> with the with the Crusaders tops on, yeah. Yeah, still still making do that. But I'm, Happy days. I'm gonna get them over tops as well, you know, so I feel like I'm playing a proper game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get them opponents. Yeah, get them, get them um, <laughs> South Wales top on that. Yeah. So going going there, did did you? How was it for so under 11s is town team? Did it then become service area for you, or what was the crap? It there? was. Um, what was it now? I think it was. I think it went from under 11s. I think Kev took them. It, it yeah. went under 11s town team, so under 13s town team, and then under 15s town team, and then I think 16s went to more like scholarship and stuff like that. So what did you do in that? That did you have a year gap or did you again go and play a year above? No, we just just had like a year gap because I dropped down to my own age then, so I just played in right. my own age. But got picked in the, the 11s town team and then 13s and 15s. Yeah. So what position so would you play in at town team level, mate? Um, I started when I got to eleven. I was fullback. I played fullback for um, probably a good like three four years, and then um, like Steve Arth, that was Chris Barr's dad. He said to me, "You wanted me to move me at half back." Yeah. And I didn't didn't have really have a clue. Never played there before, and and then I took to it, took to it all right, and I did start doing all right at half back. Then and I got picked for um, like the, the like the Lancashire under thirteens and Lancashire fifteens as half back. So then that's when I started really liking it. Oh, so it was club level first, mate, and then... Yeah, club level, yeah. and then a town team, and then, like, the Lancashire. So, and so before we go on to your scholarship and academy, mate, this is where I give uh, Bardell's a little shout-out. I don't know if yeah. you've heard this bit, but if you're ever shopping at Sharon's flagship store on the way to West Bank's club for... Oh, no, Sharon. Yeah, no, Sharon. Yeah, you nice go in, mate. She is. If you were, quote, drop the egg in on your final purchase, mate, You'll get yep. a free stud and a 1% discount, but you're going to tell me you wear moldies, aren't you? I do actually wear moldies, yeah. I know, but you know what I mean? You'll get your 1% discount still, mate. Bargain. I think, she, I think she has to give me a discount anyway, but like best pals from being in the woods, you know. It's love, isn't it, mate? It's mutual love. Well, she just flirts with me, to be honest, but I just like, you know, be nice back. Yeah, I didn't, didn't want to really say that because it might dent, dent up, it might hit, but... Nah, she's got, she's got every chance in the world. She just needs to stop playing hard to get. <laughs> So, uh, how did scholarship come about, mate? How does that work? Did he approach your mum and dad? Did he speak to you? Yeah, I think that no, I think these sports are. Um, we, I was at West Bank. Oh, no, was it, sorry, was it West Bank? I think West, my West Bank team moved to the different club. They moved to like St Mary's. So, me, everyone at West Bank moved to like St Mary's, and then uh, I was up there, and then it was St Helens. Like, I went to St Helens scholarship when I was 15, right? And I, I was there for like um, a year. Is that Neil Alden, that then? Um, I think no, it was uh, I think your rush. 
Ian Rush is, is it Ian Rush or Mike Rush Mike Rush that's sorry yeah Mike yeah. Rush he's still there now like. he is yeah, oh, yeah no. he, I didn't he, know that uh, yeah he's he been good there's a few of us all, like, like, someone I've absolutely went on to do well and so I was there for a year and then uh, Witness didn't have one at the time and obviously being a Witness lad and watching Witness I wanted to absolutely play with Witness and then when I was when I was sixteen, he started one up, and then Roger Harrison said to me, "Like, obviously, do I want to come come with the scholarship?" So then, obviously, I was obviously going to go there being a witness lad. And we're saying, "Telling's all right with you leaving, or?" Yeah, they weren't too bothered. I don't think because yeah. you know when you're I was only fifteen, and you know they probably weren't too bothered, and come from witness, they weren't bothered. Yeah, product lines, huge in it. They have yeah, they pick, got, they? yeah, they had so obviously like loads plays better than me, so obviously they weren't really bothered. It's not even necessarily better, mate. It's local and like if you want to play for witness, there'll be lads that want to just play for St. Helens, won't they? Yeah, definitely. I think you're on sound club, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously I worked with you for a bit, didn't I, at Nicky Preston's Yeah, yeah. And I, I know about the financial troubles the club had. So do you just want to speak to us about checks bouncing and maybe a few false promises, was there or for witness? Yeah. Um uh, well to be honest, when I was in the academy, I was always all, like, always all right, to be honest. I always got, got paid. So yeah. I can't really... It might have been a bit after me, to be honest. Right. So everything me. went all right academy-wise, did it? And the team, who was in your team and who stood um, out for you? Academy-wise, it was... I don't even know. I think he went and played quite a few first team. Uh, Damien Turner. I think he no. played I think he played a few uh, games in the, in the uh, Open Edge. Yeah. And um, it was just Steen Ash. Steen Ash went on one to do. Quite a few games. Yes, some familiar names then, mate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember Phil Wood? Yeah. Phil, Phil, Wood I'm sorry, Phil Wood was a bit older than me, but I, I played on the 21s. He went on to like, all right, then, Ian. Yeah. So do you feel yeah, the pathway was there for young lads like you? Um, I do and I don't. I think you brought, like, a lot of, like, obviously, like, Wigan, Wigan lads I fought all the time. You know, like, they couldn't really make it in the, the Wigan Academy, but... They were like more than welcome in the witness, like you know, because obviously they think from Wigan, the superstars. Yeah, basically yeah. that's what it always was. You, you always found like um, they had, like the Wigan castoffs. Right. They couldn't get in the Wigan town team, but they could get in the, the witness one. Like yeah. So did was there ever moments when you were in the academy and on the fringes of the first team was where you thought like this ain't for me anymore? This. Um, to be honest, me, me first, me, like when I joined the um, witness under 18s, I was on like I was sixteen. And uh, it, was, it was Tony Fretwell. And Tony, Tony Fretwell said to me, like, basically, I'm not big enough to play under 18. So I was like, I was a bit gutted. I was like, you know. Yeah. But then, uh, like, my first, my first two games I played, I just got a squad hat-trick in two, both the games. From so half like, Yeah, from half yeah. yeah. So the first two games, I scored a hat-trick. And then uh, my third game, I scored two. So I was, like, obviously made up and, like, you know, a bit laughing at him. Yeah. And then um, it was John Myler. John Myler was the coach of done 21s. And then he, after three games playing 18, he, he picked me for you know, the under 21s. Yeah. So then obviously I went on once playing with under 21s. And so then obviously, obviously that was a bit more pathway than I was not getting to the first team then. Yeah. So I was I was going through school and college while balancing that with the rugby, mate. How was that? To be honest, I was probably a bit just not focused on school because like when I got to like 16, 17. Like, like John Milo and all that, they're all like obviously blowing smoke up your ass, aren't they? Saying like, yeah. oh, that's it, you're gonna make it. And I was playing with like Steam Island. He was promised big things, and they they go on to do big things in rugby union, didn't he? Yeah, he did, mate. And, yeah. And then I was just thought, oh, that's it, I'm gonna be a rugby player. And then obviously I did me, uh, I did me French and me welding, but I wasn't really, wasn't really like focused. I was just focused on being a rugby player. And 
obviously probably affected my school as well. So I just didn't want to do it in school, really. It's obviously concentrating on the rugby, wasn't I? Yeah, and so your pathway wasn't really there. It was blocked by a few. Never has been from other towns and stuff then. Yeah, so, well, it's uh, honest, it was in your Sammy, yeah. You remember Frank Undercott? Yeah. He signed me, and then um, as he signed me, he literally like, got sacked. And then um, Steve McCormack came in, and he, he just he just didn't really like, you know, gives a, give us a chance. And yeah. He's, obviously, he brought his, in his own players, and then I got I got sent off from Mormon to Blackpool. And right, then so from then, that's I'll, when I started like. How does the loan move happen? Sorry, mate. How does, how does, did they offer it you know, or did he just say you're going? No, but yeah, he's, he's just, Steve McCormick said to me, um, Basically, like we need to get uh, playing more like open age because I was just playing for twenty ones then. Yeah, I was only, I think I was eighteen or nineteen, and he just said, um, "You need to play in um, open age against the young men." And he said, uh, "Blackpool have asked you, asked you to come in, come in, you know, alone for four weeks." Yeah. So I was like, "I thought, yeah, do you know what? Prove myself." And then I literally went out to Blackpool, and I, I didn't do it too bad to be honest. And then I thought I'd come back and you know at least get like a little chance, and I just didn't. I just played um, on the twenty ones again all the, to the end of the year. And then uh, at the end of the year, they didn't offer me a first-team contract. They just said, um, we're going to offer you an academy contract. But uh, obviously, you've seen me ask a bit, and Blackpool offered me a foot, like, you know, a first-team contract. Yeah. So I decided to sign for Blackpool, back up in Blackpool, and literally played about three games. And then I just sort of like, fell out of, like, you know, like with rugby sort of thing. Yeah. So then I just went back playing for St. Mary's, which was me, like my brother, our Craig, and yeah. like my friends and that. So academy contracts just like a, a role in one year thing, are they? Yeah, it was the same. Like when I had the first team contract, it was the same, just like one year. But when you're on the first team contract, and I was like 19. You think, oh, I'm gonna get another first team contract? And yeah, the obviously the year after they offered me an academy contract, which was obviously a lot less money. And I just thought I was like going backwards there, aren't I? Yeah. So when Blackpool offered me to, obviously that was more money and obviously open age. So then obviously I sort of took that, but then I just weren't enjoying it. So then I just went back to playing for the Marys. So with with Blackpool, you're still working, aren't you? Yeah, that was still the, uh, still like part time, like I'm now. Yeah, still working. So how how did you find that? As you were, you were younger, was you okay with that? Or yeah, when I was younger, it weren't too bad because obviously I didn't have kids and I was just going going work like obviously instead of work with you, but doing yeah. doing me welding and then I was going from there to like training and then obviously back home and didn't have kids, so it weren't, weren't too bad and. At the time, before I fell out with it, I was like proper dedicated, like you know, going to the gym all the time and yeah. stuff like that. But then after being at Blackpool, about playing like two games, I just 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 fed up with it. Like you know, all the training and travelling and just not playing with me mates. Not really. Yeah, it's a not big ass mate, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of time, isn't it? Giving up. Yeah. Was there any any serious or little niggles, any serious injuries that held you back back then, or was you pretty smooth? To be honest. To be honest, no, I don't think I really got injured when I was younger. It's just like, probably when I got to about 26, 27, I've had like a broken cheek, broken, broken eye, broken arms, broken shoulders, as I'm getting older. Yeah, it's a long career though, from even in the amateur game, mate, from six, isn't it? Yeah, when, when I was, obviously when I was playing for the under-21s witness, I played on a Thursday for under-21s and then Tony Fret was picking me on a Saturday for under 18s as well. So I did that for like about about a year or two, you know, playing Thursday and a Saturday. Yeah, at that level as well. Yeah, obviously Academy. So that obviously that won't help me with it. No, but the hell. So you left Blackpool and you went and signed back for the Marys, mate. Yes, yeah, I'm back for the Marys when I was what, probably probably about 1920. And what level were the Marys at? Is that conference stuff? Yeah, they were playing in the conference. Like I think it was the conference division one, which 
still a bit of travelling, but obviously I was enjoying it with my mates and that. And then I think it was Bertha, probably about two, three years, but no, probably about two years. Yeah. And then they got promoted to the Prem, where it was in the Prem, it was like uh, all whole teams. It's about four or five whole teams. And and then that's when I, did, I decided basically after playing about four years, actually about a couple of years there, I decided I didn't want to do like, you know, travelling to the whole every weekend. Yeah. Then I dropped down to the semis, you know, in the, in the Northwest counties. Yeah. And how big a dropping level is that, or is it just as competitive? Um, it's just as competitive, but it's just like like uh, you get like in the Northwest counties, you probably get about three or four really good teams, and then you get like probably about five or six like you know, not not really very good. Yeah. So the the conference is like, especially the Prem is like the all like dedicated, you know, they all train, they're all like really good because they all want to make it, you know, to semi pro. Yeah. That's that's probably the difference in that in the Northwest counties back in when I was playing like. So when you're floating about between conference and Northwest counties, is there offers coming in? Is there interest yeah, got, to kick back on? Or yeah, I got offered to go, like, to go to Swinton a couple of times, and then I just at that time I weren't I weren't really interested. I just wanted to like you know play and like, yeah. like local and that. And then uh, I think I think well, what was I? I think it was about 26, 26, 27. Um, all the semis players started like leaving because you know, they're getting older. Yeah. But then the teams got like folded away, and that's when I went back to me uh, where I started, like you know, at West Bank. Yeah. And then that's where I decided, like, uh, I probably I was probably there for about two years. And then Mike Grady, he was coaching South Wales. And he just he asked me to do me do him a favour because I was mates with him. He just mm-hmm. said, "Can I um can I come in, come and come and finish like the last um, few games off for him?" And I, I was I was like coming and adding, but then he just said like basically I don't have to train because it's in South Wales. I just basically yeah. get paid to play on on a Sunday. So I thought that, at the time, because I wasn't really dedicated, I thought that's right up my street, start the training, I was just playing on Sunday. And get yeah, paid and what, were the, what were the lads like over there? Um, in South Wales, it was yeah. they were all like um, rugby union lads, to be honest. Obviously, was they all right with that situation? Or was there a few little bitches? And... I, think they, I think, not to me first so much, but I reckon, yeah. which, as you would, if I, if I wasn't training, and obviously I was travelling down on a, on a Saturday night, staying over, and then playing on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, if they're not getting picked in the training, then obviously they're going to obviously see Someone's them. Someone's going to get said, yeah. Did they cover your expenses and that, mate? Or was that out your own pocket? No, it was, it was outdoors. It was, it was great. It was obviously put me up in a hotel on Saturday night and then obviously it was just trying to stay in on Saturday night, wasn't it? Because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when did the girls come along then, mate? Um, that was well, that was one of the reasons I actually signed back to semi pro because you know, obviously because of the money. I think yeah. it was... Um, I was probably about, I think I was about 25 when I had Isla. And then obviously I was still playing amateur. And then I got, I think it was about 26, 27, the yeah, officers go there. And obviously me at girlfriend Kim, she was saying like, oh, you'd have to train, just go for the money, like. So it was like, it was like, yeah. like, like a couple hundred quid just for like, you know, playing on a, on a Sunday. Yeah. So I just thought like, you know, why not? Why I've got like, obviously newborn babies sort of thing and got a house. And I just thought extra like 800 pounds to play in rugby, which I do for nothing. Yeah, and it make on it. Yeah. So I was, was Kim and the girls like did they follow you? Was was it hard for you? How, was she good about it? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was all right. To be honest, yeah. Like I said it was only uh, it was like if it was on the Sunday. If it was South Wales were playing at home, I used to stay over on Saturday night and then play on a Sunday and come home Sunday. But if they were playing away, I didn't have to travel. I was just like you know mess up with them on a Sunday. Yeah, because it would all be up here, I suppose, yeah, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Every, most most away games. I just like met him at like uh, Crusaders or Rochdale or working to or somewhere like that. Yeah, and did you, like, as you're climbing the ladder, because you've had some really good spells at other clubs, which we'll go on to. Yeah. Do you find, did you have angers on? 
So fake friends, or were you good mates? Still your good mates? Uh, did you make? Did you make mates you never thought you'd make? And did people yeah. surprise you? Or yes, to be honest, yeah, I still, I still like, um, especially like like Crusaders. If like I made a few good friends, and then obviously you left, and and then because um, obviously I'm still, still in touch with them, and obviously they they're still learned. They were like one of the main reasons I went back. Like, yeah. So you do, like you said, you know how it is when you're in rugby, you can make some like life lifelong friends, don't you? You do, it opens doors, don't it, mate? Yeah, so, your first spell with the Crusaders, was your League One player of the year or lose forward of the year? No, I was in uh, my first spell. I basically um, I came because he asked me to sign after I, um, I left um, South Wales. Yeah. He asked me to sign, and I said, Yeah. I think it was halfway through the season, and I signed, and then he wasn't really picking me. And I just, I just said to him, like, uh, like, What's the point of asking me to come down? You're not giving like, you know, playing me. Yeah, and then um, he basically it wasn't Mike though, was it? No, so that was um, Andy Murray, who's the, the coach. Yeah. So then, all oh, right, okay. So then he, he's basically thinking me a chance, and then I just see me ass and I just said to him, oh, "I'm going." So we left, and then literally after that in the season, I think he got uh, sacked. Andy Murray already left, and then Mike Mike Grady got the job, and then he, he said to me, uh, "We'll come back," and I was like, "So I, I ain't coming back to do what I did, you know, like I did last year, just sit on the bench or not play." And he, yeah. he said, no, I said, you definitely get your opportunity. He said, you're playing well. He said, you'll obviously, you get a game. So then I did, I went back down there. And then that year, that's when I, that's when I got in the, uh, the league, the league one team of the year. So he's sort of like, right. so, sort of like pissed off, uh, well, pissed on Andy Murray's bonfire a bit. Yeah. And then he's ended up resigning. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause then obviously, I learned Mike Grady got sacked as well, didn't he? Yeah. And then Andy Murray came back in. And then at the time when he, he got signed, I brought me arm. So as as Mike Gray got sacked, I brought my arm playing, and then Andy Murray came back, and then I was like, I was like, oh shit, and then um, <laughs> he just he just had a word with me. So I said, listen, I said, I'm sorry about obviously not giving you a chance. He said, um, you proved me wrong. You got in the team of the year, and it's not the way. I said, you'll get your chance when your arm's better. And then when my arm was better, he literally he was doing the same thing again. He kept him like uh, playing me one game, then not playing me the next game, or having two games off. And I was like, what's up, but just like kept on saying to me, I'm easing you back in it. And then he, he just kept doing the same, playing me 10 minutes, not playing me. And then I just said to him, you know what? I said, I'm, I'm not like, you know, not happy with this. And he went, just give me, just keep holding on. But at that time, um, Rochdale had messaged me, you know, uh, Killer, Alan Killshot. Yeah. I've heard of him, yeah. yeah he, was, he was the Rochdale coach, obviously in the championship at the time. And he messaged me saying, uh, why have you not been playing? If you don't mind me asking. And as I said, like, uh, he, he just keeps picking me and then just like fingering me. And he went, he said to me, uh, "If you're at Roxdale, basically, I can't say this, but I, I'll give you a chance." And I just, yeah. I just went, "What do you mean, like?" So he just basically he spoke to me on the phone, and then he said to me, "Basically, if you, if you ask for a release, don't mention Roxdale, and then uh, yeah. we'll sign you after that, and then I'll give you a chance." So then, obviously, I said to um, Crusaders, "Want to release?" I'm happy. Got released, and then I signed with uh, Roxdale in the, in the championship. Then. How how were they about that? Were they? And Crusaders were a bit pissed off because, like, obviously I got released and then I went straight straight to Rochdale. But I said to said to Muggs, if you're not playing me, then I'm not the type of person who I'm not I'm not really bothered to play for as long as they get anyone playing. Yeah. So I just said to him like, uh, I just want to play rugby, and if you're not playing me, then obviously I'm going. What What's it like when so when you brought your arm and you you're playing at that level? How's What's the treatment like in rehab and stuff? Do you start to sauce that yourself? No, to be honest, it was it was really good. It was um, I think the I think it was a booper. So I think they um, you know, I go and get all my like treatment off that, and then they give me all like uh, physios and stuff like that. 
Yeah. So, to be honest, when you're at a club like that, even it's like semi-pro, they do actually look after you, right? Oh, good stuff. Yeah, it's all right. And when you're asked for the release, like, you know, your first time? Yeah. So, did he... did? Did he like retain your registration, but just say, right, we won't select your RP, or are you free to go out to work? Just free to go out to work, basically. I just, just right. So you're genuinely a free agent when they release you. Then. Yeah, they, they could. They could be funny. They could say like, ah, oh, now we're, we're keeping your registration because you agreed to sign on for a year. But to be honest, I think most clubs just if you want to release, they'll release you because they might be like swinging roundabouts. Someone might want to Crusaders might want to sign someone from Rochdale, or and it just. Just I suppose you could ask for money as well if you still sign, yeah, couldn't you? Yes, so well, like a transfer. Better to cut ties. That. Yeah. True, yeah. Right, so your, your second spell ends up with you signing for Rochdale. Yeah. And did you feel a jumping standard again? Or yeah, definitely. Different? Definitely, that, that's where, obviously, from, I think, from amateur to northwest, sorry, amateur to championship one, I think. Uh, for me, I just consider it as like um, all like the best amateur players playing in that you know that league. Yeah, a bit more technical, but not as fast. Yeah, but then obviously from yeah. League One to Championship, that's where you're playing against like full time teams and you know like lads who've been in full time Super League players and stuff like Most that. Most of them probably still capable. As yeah, well, definitely. But a lot of them obviously they yeah. earn like really good money playing Championship. Plus, they got a good job, so they like yeah. they'll they'll earn more, more money playing Championship than they will playing Super League. Yeah, suits them with the. Uh... The home situation and that. yeah, definitely because st- yeah. some of them like to leave. They might be on like sort of like thirty forty grand playing championship, and then they have got like a thirty forty grand job. So, the, but if yeah. you went full time playing super league, you might get like twenty five thirty grand. So it just doesn't make sense, does it? No. So what what were the big games you played in there? And I played um, obviously played witness, didn't I? Played witness. Yeah. That was obviously that was like just felt like um, a bit strange. Obviously, like you know, like it's gone back in full circle, as in like started at witness and then. I got to like 30, I think I was about 32, 32, 32. Yeah. yeah, I think it was about 32, obviously playing against Witness, and I obviously never thought that would happen, because obviously I went back playing amateur and stuff like that, so that was like, um, it was a good day for me, like to play against them. Yeah, nice to show people that you were very capable, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. enjoyed it, like, obviously all the, all the crowd was there, all the Witness people, loads of me, like, friends and my family, give me, a few of them give me yeah. a bit of a stick and that, and, you know. Like that. A bit like them Witness Cup finals at the rugby yeah, ground, them, never, them years. Yeah, never give you all the shit, <laughs> innit? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you end up, what happens after Rochdale then? The um, Rochdale, um, they basically changed coaches when I was I was there. They changed coaches and then uh, we used to train Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday and then the new coach came in and changed trains on Wednesday, Friday. And basically, that's like when my ex-girlfriend came that like worked. She yeah. sorted it all out, you know. She sorted her workout around my rugby, so then I, I literally couldn't do it. I just just couldn't come make another train and stuff like that. So then, yeah, I, but they were happy to keep you and you to Vapo. You stayed, would you? Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Is there uh, Matt Callum? Matt Callum saying, "Can't you like um, just like arrange like arrange like for your kids to get babysat and all that?" And and I just said, "It's not going to work." I just said, "We sorted it, sort me me training out." Sorry, she sorted the workout around my training. And said, "Now you come in and obviously yeah. change it all." And said, "It's just not, just not fair." And not only that, we were training in Warrington, which was obviously only like fifteen minutes from me. And then he moved, he moved yeah. the training to Rochdale as well. So then I, I, thought, oh, right. I thought I was a bit of a piss take. I was obviously changed the dates and then changed from Warrington to Rochdale. Yeah, so, do you reckon he was just putting his like setting the tone for? Yeah, because he's he's a Rochdale lad, isn't he? So he he just want, oh, is yeah, he? he just wanted to uh, say Rochdale's Rochdale, which is fair enough, but. 
I think at the start of the year when like a lot of the lads signed up from like Warrington, Witness and Zellens and you know, you just, obviously you, you create a contract and thinking, oh, how many training? 15 minutes on the road rather than like an hour. Yeah, and it works for lads, don't yeah, it? So, yeah. That's why I ended up leaving there. And that's when Andy Murray phoned me again for like the, the third time. And he phoned me and it just phoned me out of the blue. I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah. I've seen you left Roxdale. And I was like, yeah. And I was, he just went, how would you feel about coming down back down to Crusaders? <laughs> and as I, said, as I said to him, like as I said, um, Said, you do realise I've left twice already because of you. And he went, he just yeah. went, yeah, yeah. So they, so they understand the first time. I said, I think the second time you was a bit like, a bit jumpy because obviously you put your arm. And he said, just come, come, come down, have a talk to me. And he said, we'll, we'll go from there. And then that's when the last year it was, obviously, sorry, this year, 2020, that's when I went back down and we got on well. And he was playing me and he was happy with me. And I obviously played every game until obviously the lockdown. Yeah, ballsy from him though, yeah. isn't it? It's I key. said that to him, to be honest. I said, third player to like ringing me because obviously I've left cut twice because of you. And, and he just yeah. said, well, we, we, we never fell out. We said, we were all friends on Facebook, weren't we? He said, obviously, I know you were playing rugby and obviously I, I was just obviously bringing you back in the second time because you brought your arm. But I said, I know you obviously got opportunity to go to Roxdale and that's probably why you left, wasn't it? And I said, yeah, probably is. Obviously, a better standard, wasn't it? And that's what I went on to do. Fair enough. Yeah, so in between that, mate, there was a very successful spell for West Bank, wasn't there? Yeah, I, I always end up going back to West Bank. Every time I leave, uh, obviously, if I ever leave the club, I always go back to West Bank, like, and obviously, that's me, uh, that's me, that's me, that's me, start of that. Yeah. I think when you're playing there, you're a focal point, aren't you? Yeah, I love, I love the club. It's like, like, it's like the Wids, like, you know, you, you feel like home, don't you? Yeah, that's like, that's, like, that's like me home, like my rugby league team with West Bank. So I just feel like home now. So is were you eventually when your semi-pro games up? Is that where you're going to see it out, or are you going to stay at the width and see it out there? How's it? How do you see yourself finishing? No, to be honest, I thought about it. I thought, does um, I think it's over thirty-five. Do you do that Dubai, don't they? Oh I've yeah, me, I've got my heart set on like trying to get into that. You know, like, over thirty-five rugby league, yeah. and then. I've been saying for ages, like I want to, I do want to like play at the Wids, you know, like properly, like, you know, like, like properly. Yeah. And that's where I do actually see myself, like, like being at the Wids. Because I don't think, I don't think I could play rugby league until obviously forever. I think I'm, it's a different game, mate. Yeah, it's isn't more it? like obviously more contact, isn't it? Like you, in rugby, I'll do like in rugby league, I'll do like twenty carries, fifty tackles, and rugby units. Like, yeah, you probably last a little bit longer, more technical, and yeah. So do you? I've spoken to you about it, so I, I understand, but. Would you like to give up Union a crack a bit younger? Yeah, to be honest, I, I, I really would have done, but it's again, it's because I love rugby league as well, so it's just just like a, yeah. a really hard. I just, I just love to it to, I don't know, like maybe, like it like it is now, not not so much overlap as much, so like, you know, so I could play, finish my rugby league season and then the rugby union start and then play full season rugby yeah. union and stuff like that, but it's just like sort of like overlaps, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, so do you, but do you rec- ever reckon what stopped you was maybe people think it's a class issue, or do you think lads were, were muppets before you come, or was it was it just simply that we were both winter sports? I think it was just winter sports, and I think obviously I started at West Bank and obviously I played West Bank and then Townsend. So be- before I ever played rugby union, really, I played rugby league for about probably about seven years, six seven years. Yeah. So I think that's what it was, and even at the school, I, I enjoyed it at the school. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But then I was always, obviously, I was at witness, wasn't I? So then I was thinking, oh, witness is rugby league. 
obviously, I'm, hopefully, I'm going to play rugby league for witness. So I never really thought, ever thought about playing like properly for rugby union. Yeah, I don't think they'd have been keen either, to be honest. With no, they. probably not. Because they do watch your they watch your Sunday games, don't they? When you're in yeah, your always... like scholarship period and that, they keep an eye on yeah, you. Yeah, they're always they? looking at checking out. You know, and they see how you're getting on off. Yeah. So the one thing I've said to people, mate, is I think the like the likes of uh, yourself, Jack Murphy, Steve Kerf, Eddie's been down a few yeah. times, Eddie McAdam. Um, I think you have opened the door to people probably giving Union a go more, haven't you? So do you think lads haven't given it a go because they do think it's a class issue? Is it the old, it's a kick and clap game? Because you probably understand it a bit more now. It might come across yeah. that way. Or do you, do you think we're bridging that gap now where we'll we'll help each other? Yeah, out? I just like you said. I think um, rugby for me, it's, you seem to have like rugby league lads, like have like rugby league mates, and rugby union have like rugby union mates. And uh, I just yeah. think it was a bit more like, like obviously I I made that leap to go over to like play for the Wids, and then I got a couple more lads come over, and then like oh Ryan Millington's there on Steve Curfee and you fancy a game, and I think it's like the the more people like I said the more rugby league lads play, then obviously the They'll think like, oh, let's go and give it a go as well because we we know them though. I think it's I think it's just about, yeah, and maybe vice versa. Yeah, I think it's just about knowing people. I think, and I, I always on West Bank, I always put in the group say like like Wids is brilliant, like you said, it's great, and I often like try getting to come down for a pint, don't I? And so I just see how like welcome yeah. it is, and try getting to give it a go. And... Yeah, because we've had uh, we had Lawton players for the Colts for a bit, and then went back playing. I presume it had been academy. Had a couple of first team games when he broke away from rugby league, went back. Uh, Jones, he nearly played. Yeah. yeah. But Tank minded him. Well, he might have <laughs> Shock. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jack's stuck around, to be fair to him. Yeah, Jack. Um, Kate, well played. You'd have played with Brian. Yeah, playing that semi. I didn't play, um, didn't play the wins with him, like, but I know, I know he played, yeah. No. He played, he went bald, and I think he got a few quid with. Is his yeah, name Eddie, Eddie killed Adam, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they both went there. So I think money's been the, the dominating factor then. But I do think, like I've said to other lads, I think that bridge is, is building better between rugby league and rugby union in this town. Isn't it? Yeah, like, definitely. We, we, there's no like snobbery to, to each other anymore. No, nah, like you said, I think, I think sometimes, like I said, the second team wins have been short and... Like you, I think you have asked me, there weren't yeah. any West Bank lads who won a game and then I put on the group and then I think a few have turned up, haven't they? I think, I think last year, the I think last year against um, Eagle, I think, I think there's about six, seven West Bank lads. I think there's like, I think Josh Sim, yeah. Matty Murphy. Uh, yeah, Josh. Greg Josh, Falk, yeah. I think he played. Um, is it yeah, Kyle? Kyle Murphy. There's literally yeah. quite a lot. So that, I think that, that, like that, I think hopefully you can help each other out one day. You know, obviously, rugby, rugby union season finished and maybe like more rugby league union lads come to rugby league and, Vice versa, like you know, they like helping yeah. each other out until the season starts. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. last year, I think was it last year, the year before, Juzzy, Juzzy came down. I think he had one or two games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's a most witness lads are versatile. Yeah, definitely. Because just like, witness lads are witness lads, aren't they? Yeah, we all can play, can't we? It's just whether you can hit that well enough you. to you, play. You you good at both, aren't you? You you, you play for uh, I, I could play both. I could play both, but I wasn't very good, mate. But I could, I could do me bit, and he understood what the difference. I was enjoyed playing, especially we played that with the Saints. Remember that? That was, that was good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get onto some of your funny <laughs> stories because you're a hit on YouTube. Well, I, that's mate, I think but, that. um, 
<laughs> what what do you think the key differences in rugby league and rugby union are other than the obvious get back ten? The fitness is different, isn't yeah. it? And you're versatile, so you can play in the back line or forwards, can't you? So what do you find as the key difference? For me, I think it is it is the fitness, I think. I think especially if you like say if you're in the forwards rugby union, I think you're like um, obviously you don't have to get you don't have to get back behind the back foot, don't you? And yeah, that's it. It's like a yeah, meter, and I think isn't obviously it? it's the tackling. You might say like you might you do you do like fifty tackles in the game of rugby, and that's getting back ten and running boot, running back and forward. And for me, I think it's just the, the fitness. And I think in rugby league, is it? I think the game, the balls in place. So I think it's sixty-eight minutes. And I think in rugby union, I think it works out like yeah. forty something minutes or something like that. So the balls like yeah, it is a big just, difference. That's, that's why I found like mainly the big difference. Like, yeah. like you said, stop, stop starting, isn't it? Like you have the line outs and. But yeah. like I said, I, I, I don't think I'd enjoy rugby union as much as I do, and I, re- I really do enjoy it. Like. Yeah. Because earlier on, I think because of how, how active and your workload is in rugby league, it was it was just us trying to explain to you to all yeah. the shape, yeah. and wasn't it like to stay stay calm rather than chase the, the yeah. workload? Let the workload come to you. I think it? when I'm play, playing rugby league, I'm used to like obviously tackling or having the ball or, you know, like, being involved, and I feel that's it. Yeah, your middle yeah, third. I feel like player, it, when I'm playing yeah. rugby union, you know, I'm not not involved. I feel like, um, or people might think, oh, he's not doing anything, and you know, like, oh, he's he's a bit shit because he's just standing there. So I, I always want to like want to try to look busy, like you know, like, helping the team out, like I'm doing something. And I'm, sometimes when I'm yeah. trying to help the team out, I'm probably like doing them more like wrong because it, I probably should like be like holding my position, but I'm just trying to like fly out and kill someone, aren't I? Like, yeah. So what? Where? What's your favourite position in union? Um, I don't really know, you know. I feel like sometimes I enjoy playing, obviously inside centre. But then I think when I play yeah. for you a few times, obviously you you play me like like eight, like which is more like yeah, yeah. Where I play like yeah. rugby league, like at least forward. But obviously I'm not I'm not the tallest or biggest yeah. lads, am I? So I can understand why I won't obviously no. play there in rugby really. But but obviously in rugby league I'm not the tallest right. prop, but I play prop sometimes. Mate, I totally believe you play a prop in union, <laughs> even though you know it's horrible. I do you know, know. Uh, yeah. So, have we got any funny stories for us? Even these little Waterhead fights on oh, YouTube. You'll have, yeah, you have to. Uh, Win the Saints is a good one, isn't it? When uh, yeah. I think our Craig, Craig kicked the ball that, to touch, and then he missed. And then he yeah. flew out, and obviously I tackled the lad and. Obviously, I was next to Craig when he done it, and then the lad went to punch him. So I grabbed the lad, thrown the lad, and then the lad came back and like obviously hit me on the side and bust my nose, and and that's when all hell broke loose. And if you watch on, I think it's beware. It's not. It's not. It's not beware of the sense, is it? I, I think, think it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it was like, was it? The yeah, that's, final, yeah, down south it was. And then obviously yeah. all hell broke loose. You had big bull to leak, didn't you? And obviously, yeah, yeah, Carl obviously loves to fight and. It's just, yeah. it's just obviously all, all hell brought loose, and it's obviously always funny to look back on YouTube now. But at the time, it was fucking, he bust me nose like little prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the one thing I find, like I find, you, like I, we know you're strong, and we know you're good with your hands on the ball. But I think opponents like really underestimate that's you. That's what. That's probably what's probably helped me in the last few years. I suppose. Because especially when I play rugby league, they all like when you're playing semi-pro, they all think, "Oh, I'm gonna run at him because he's the smallest," and I, I like that when someone runs straight at me. So that's probably. That's probably yeah, and even when you've got the ball for the width, it's been like 
or I'll just meet him up top and like sort of re- like mm-hmm. wrestle you. And I'm like, because obviously we know you, it's like it's not don't don't try and meet him chest to chest. Yeah, that's what because because you'll just bump you just like some of the size of the lads that think you can just like chest to chest just beyond me. It's do you get that? In yeah, because I'm small, aren't I? I'm small, but I've always like I've always been like quite strong for my size. So, and I think because I'm a, fu- yeah, I'm, I'm a funny shape, solid. aren't I? Because I'm small and like quite stocky. I don't know. I just think I just like all my shape. Well, yeah. I think people just, just underestimate. You know, you know, when you go in, you think, oh, he's a lot smaller, and then I don't know. So it's he it probably works yeah. my advantage. People are thinking, oh, he's only small. So, right, mate. So I've got a few yeah. questions for you off the lads. So one is who is taller, you or Sir already? I'm gonna say me quite a bit. Uh, this this like when when I sent him, yeah, this is the most over over like yeah. popular question is how old are you really? Right, no, no one's gonna believe this, right? Because I've been I've been saving twenty five for about ten years, but I'm actually the same age as Kev Ledbetter. I know that's like a bit of a shock, isn't it? I know. I'm yeah, 33. it is. I'm thirty four next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still young, mate. Still got four. Yeah, I'll years still be twenty-five. Don't have the time as well. <laughs> That's it, mate. Stanley Dean right. style, like you said. So, have you got any pre-match superstitions? Um, no. You know, I think if, if anyone sees me for the game, I'm always probably like asking about or joking or laughing or. I think that's that. Yeah, yeah that, that probably is me. Like me superstition, I suppose, in a way, because I'm. I like to be like joking about, and you know, uh, I, I probably put people off a bit. Because people do, do, like, do yeah. Like, so you, you're not feel nerves at all. No, before, I, I love playing, don't I? I love, I love, I love playing. So I think it's excited nerves for me. Like I just want, I just want to get out there. Yeah. So yeah, I don't don't really get nervous. Right. So yeah. So you're in semis. You've had a few. The lads are amongst it and getting stuck in. Do you all turn on the mic? What song are you giving oh, the crowd, mate? Do you know what? I'm not a very good singer. Um. Doesn't matter, do you? Does it when you're in semis? Probably a bit, a bit of the killers, Mr. Brightside. Yeah. Oh, happy days. Tune that. So, uh, yeah, so to cap your session off, mate, so to cap your rugby story off, what's your 1 to 13 of players you've played with across your career so it can be amateur, semi pro, school, well, whatever actually, you want to. I've actually include wrote this down. You sent me this and I thought, I'll have a good think. I've had a little bit of a think, to be honest. Yeah. And then. Uh, Right, so do you yeah, want to start for, um, at the full-back, mate? Obviously, I've just gone for like, the best players who I feel like I've played with. Like, I've gone for uh, Stuart Raiden. Yeah. Remember, he used to play, play for like, Blackburn. Play, yeah, played, Bradford. Played like Crusaders. Yeah. Um, Sean Ainscore, he was at Rochdale with me, played for Wigan. He, he was a beast yeah, when we were kids. I played yeah. at Rochdale, he's brilliant. And then I've gone, my centres, yeah. I've gone for like two amateur players. I've gone for uh, David Percival. I thought like, every, every time I played with him, I thought he was yeah. unbelievable, like. Um, you 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 played this one the other centre went for um, Andy Benson, Benno. That's just thought he's yeah, unbelievable, Benno, isn't he? Yeah. I don't I don't know how he can make it. Every time yeah. you give him the ball, he just ran through people. He did. Um, another winger, he just just signed the witness now. Not well last year, Dion Cross. I was out with him, uh, Rochdale. Yeah. And he was again. He was just just brilliant, just steadfast and he was a brilliant winger. Um, I went ah back. I went for um, Scott Moore. I was playing with him Rochdale this year. He's just just an animal. Um, yeah. Bobby Golden. Too good too soon to witness him, do you think? Too good too soon when he signed. I think he just witness. started going off the rails, then he's got more. Like that. 
I think he was. Yeah. How old was he when he went at witness? I think he was. He was young, wasn't he? I think he. I think yeah. when I spoke to him about the stories and that, when he told me a story about Hit Kale and that, and forgetting breaking his jaw, wasn't it? And oh yeah. So he was just a bit off the rail, and then I went for another off the rails from uh, Played with yeah. the Marys, Bobby Golden. He he was a brilliant yeah. player, wasn't he? I bet you do you play with him. I didn't play with him. He's just unbelievable. I think he must have been about forty and just brilliant. And then I went for um, I played with Matt Rochdale yeah. again. That you know that Sitter Aquala. He's at Warrington uh, now. He's just he's, he's oh, yeah. just a beast. He's just unbelievable. Yeah. Can't eat that. And then I went for um, one of your good mates at Crusaders, um, Was Thompson. He was at St Helens and that. He's, he's yeah, he's, he's a crop. He's, he's then, brilliant. Yeah. And then I went for yeah. um, one of my um, all-time favourites. So you, I was growing up a witness. I used to watch him. I played with him at uh, Blackpool. Phil Cancelon. He was a like, hooker. So oh, I went, had him and then I went for um, uh, second row, Steve Wilde. He used, used to be at Wigan and Huddersfield and played with Matt Crusaders. Yeah. And then uh, the other second row went for, because uh, I just like playing with him because it's my brother, Mark Craig. And then loose forward, yeah. um, he plays for Warrington now, Matt Davis. He played with Matt Rochdale. He's, he's just a tough, oh, tough yeah. fucker. Tough fucker, like. Yeah, he, do, he he's yeah, he looks a solid player. Yeah, he's, he's, he's only like similar size to me. And uh, I just like the way he played. He's just... just no, no backward steps, and well, I probably, I probably missed loads out. But I just when you asked me that, like, oh, I just obviously thought about it, and I just threw that down there. Yeah, no, it's well, that's what I mean. You've without being rude, yeah. you've been about, haven't you? So you'll come across with like a whole mix of players, and what someone sees as being mm. his best attribute, yeah, probably isn't because we don't train with him the two or three times a week, or like someone might be pretty solid on the pitch. That you're overlooked. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Great, he said you, oh, people go on also, don't you? Like, you know, all the like, the hard graft and. That's it, yeah. Yeah, That's definitely. Like, not like score all the tries or setting them up yeah. or out. That's it. You don't see that, that hard carry yeah, on your own line like the four phases before. Yeah, true. All right. Oh, nice well, one. Thanks cheers. for being on, right? Yeah, I cheers, John. Cheers, Admiral. Nice thanks very much. See you later, mate. Take care, mate. Right. Ta-da, dude. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Trot the Egg. We appreciate all your feedback and don't forget to like, subscribe and share the podcast to your friends and family.